Welcome to Hubbard Helps, a program that spotlights the people and organizations making a difference in Chicago. Now here's your host, Kara Hernandez. Good morning, thanks for joining us. June is Migraine and Headache Awareness Month. Migraine is the second most disabling illness in the world and the third most common illness in the world. One billion people worldwide are living with migraine disease and headache disorders. Since 1970, the National Headache Foundation has been collecting comprehensive information on migraine disease and headache disorders and connecting patients with treatment options. With us this morning to talk more about the National Headache Foundation and the work they are doing for those who suffer from migraines and headaches is the Executive Director and Chief Executive Officer, Tom Daberton. Tom, thank you for joining us this morning. Well, thank you for having me. Um, What do you want more people to understand about migraine disease and headache disorder? Well, first of all, I think that one of the biggest problems is that most people don't understand how prevalent um, migraine disease is. It's the second most disabling illness in the world. More than one billion people worldwide are living with migraine disease and headache disorders. Um, 40 million Americans have migraine and another 12 million have chronic headache disorders. So it really affects um, an awful lot of people. I I would say about one in every uh, four um, U.S. households are affected by someone with either migraine or chronic um, headache. Many individuals who have migraine don't even realize um, what what they're going through. They think they just have reoccurring headaches and that these are very... Um, difficult situations. Oftentimes, it's not just head pain. Uh, there, there are auras that affect uh, their vision. Uh, they may be, um, they may have an upset stomach. Um, you know, they may feel um, some imbalance and, and some mobility issues. So migraine really affects the much larger body than just the head. Obviously, the head pain is is key. And I'm someone who first had a migraine probably when I was about 17 years old um, and had them through my 20s and 30s. The good news for me was there were ways to prevent migraine and reduce the the likelihood. And and diet uh, is an impact. There are so many things that that affect the individual. One thing that we know at the National Headache Foundation is that migraine affects people in different ways. And the remedies and preventatives also um, work differently on different individuals. So it's not a one-size-fits-all remedy by any means. And I think that's the first thing we need to get out there. Secondly, there are less than 1,000 headache specialists in the United States. Um, and as I said before, there's 40 million people with migraine. So you're talking about a ratio of about one to 50,000 individuals um, so it'd be impossible for all of those headache specialists to see all those individuals with migraine. Um, even if you throw in all the neurologists in the United States, you're still looking at a, a, a massive imbalance um, in, in proper treatment. So what the National Headache Foundation has been doing for about the last year and a half is we've been focusing our attention on trying to better educate uh, primary care practitioners, physicians, nurse practitioners, physician assistants, and um, those individuals who work with uh, patients on a regular basis, say an urgent clinic or a primary care office, and we're providing them with an app called Primary Care Migraine. Uh, It has four modules. 
in addition, it has two additional tools. One is a full inventory of all preventative and acute therapies that have been approved by the FDA for migraine, uh, and it has a migraine diagnostic tool. According to your website, headaches.org, you offer many resources for people seeking treatment and better understanding of their migraines and headaches. What are some of the different programs and services you provide, and what kind of impact have they made? So we have a number of programs. Um, We have a program called Work Migraine that we uh, encourage employers to contact us. It's a a subscription-based service that allows employers to help train their employees and management on how to deal with individuals in the workplace with migraine. You know, many people say, oh, that, that individual, he's, he's not pulling his weight today. It might be because the person has, has a migraine, and it may be avoidable. It may be something as simple as changing the, the fluorescent lights. It may be something um, that, you know, can, where there can be an adjustment in the workplace that, that allows that person to work and still have a migraine but lessen the sensitivities and lessen the um, impact of migraine. So we, we have some great programs, and, and we encourage people to, again, go to our website and see all the, all the things that we can offer. Um, we're talking about a disease that impacts so many individuals, and what we've seen in recent years, we're, we're launching a new initiative. Um, if you know someone who passes who's had migraine, um, we're seeing an increase in the number of memorials uh, in their honor, and, and I can trust you can trust me that you know we're going to our program uh, includes uh, paying great respect to those who who have passed um, and who've endured migraine. How has the National Headache Foundation adapted during COVID nineteen, and what kind of impact has the pandemic had on people who suffer from migraines and headaches? Um, our some of our programs we have a program initiative called Migraine University that was certainly stymied by the um, by COVID. Um, it's where our staff goes out to different colleges and universities to better inform college students about migraine because it's usually the age group that's most affected um, by the onset of migraine and probably the least served. Many uh, college campus um, student health centers have, have really uh, little uh, knowledge or idea on how to properly treat migraine. So, so that's one of our initiatives. Um, as far as um, uh, the uh, impact on um, the people who, who have migraine or headache disorders, um, migraine can be triggered by stress, and COVID was certainly a stressful, a heightened stressful time. Um, you know, in, in my lifetime, I never thought I would see a day where, where um, travel and uh, worship and uh, Shopping would be would be limited the way that it was for a short period of time, and so that creates additional stress. And um, certainly, there's been you know heightened stress due to the pandemic, and also COVID um, has led to an increase in migraines. So there's some relationship between COVID and migraines um, that um, unfortunately is kind of an enduring uh, aspect of the pandemic. This is Hubbard Helps on Hubbard Radio Chicago. I'm Kara Hernandez. Today, we're joined by Tom Daberton, the Executive Director and Chief Executive Officer of the National Headache Foundation. June is Migraine and Headache Awareness Month, and the National Headache Foundation has created the 7-Second Freeze Challenge. What is this challenge, and what is the goal of the challenge? Sure. So first of all, uh, we're very proud that um, the National Headache Foundation 
actually established the um, Migraine and Headache Awareness Month in June. And it's a, it's a nationally recognized uh, month. And so, you know, we, we, we usually conduct a series of awareness events, but this year is different. So many listeners would remember the um, ALS Ice Bucket Challenge from a few years ago. And like a lot of people, I participated in it. However, when I was done participating in it, I had to go change my clothes because I couldn't walk around wet all day. So the uh, seven-second freeze challenge is much more simple and and a little less invasive. Um, You get yourself a cold drink. It can be a slushy. It can be uh, just some ice water, if you will. It can be, you know, just any very cold drink. Um, Take a sip through, especially through a straw for seven seconds, and you'll get that quick, sharp pain that you, you, you get that kind of emanates right from your from the top of your mouth uh, kind of going up to your brain. That's called brain freeze. And it just lasts for a few seconds, but it's a good example of what individuals with migraine go through, except that those migraines last for hours or even days. So um, the, the challenge helps create awareness. We want people to know that what migraine is. We also want people to know um, how it affects families, how it affects individuals and, and those around them. Um, and we're hoping as well that, that the uh, campaign, that the 7 Second Freeze Challenge, helps create some donations and financial support to the National Headache Foundation so that we continue our, can continue our work in education and research and awareness. And all you need to do, again, is drink it. We want, we want you to tape tape you drinking it. If, if some people have already done it where they use their fingers to kind of count, count the seven seconds. Show the response. Don't be embarrassed. You might get, you might get that brain freeze. You might feel that, that momentary pain. We, we want you to show that on video, post it to your own social media site, and then also post it to us. And the best way to post it to us is um, you can link it to hashtag N-H-F-R-E-E-Z-E, so NH Freeze, um, uh, and you can send it there. And also, if you want to make a donation, um, we can. You can do that through either um, our website at headaches.org. Go to donate, or you can go to. Um, you can text to six one zero nine four six one zero nine four and text the word headaches two six one zero nine four, and it'll take you right to the donation page as well. But again, I I want to impress upon listeners that the dollars that we receive will go directly toward um, the continuing uh, efforts to educate uh, the nation's primary care practitioners. And there are about 700,000 individuals that we need to educate. So um, we we certainly can, can use that support. By doing so, we're going to be able to serve more individuals. Fewer people, fewer people will be walking around with migraine when they don't need to. Um, and, you know, again, we'll, we'll reduce the disruption, whether it's at work or with families and friends. This is, this is a disease that's treatable and preventable if we can just get the word out. And we're hoping the seven-second challenge really creates that interest and that knowledge and that, that understanding that doesn't currently exist. What plans and goals do you have for the National Headache Foundation in the future? Well, again, we're a, you know we're based in Chicago, but we're a national organization, and so I, I think for the next few years the focus has to be at the primary care level. We probably would like to expand our focus to 
uh, not just the practitioners that I mentioned earlier, but also to pharmacists and pharmacy technicians. Um, I think it's important for us to be able to uh, expand our training to, um, uh, you know, to to the entire nation. We'd like to increase the number of headache specialists. There are actually eight states in the United States that have no headache specialists. So imagine that you're in one of those and you're trying to you're trying to find relief, and the local uh, primary care practitioner hasn't had training in migraine uh, headaches since med school. Um, they get less than two hours. So they haven't had that training, and there's no one available in the entire state that um, is properly trained and educated as a headache specialist. That's the kind of challenge that we have to focus on. And so we want to, we want to reduce those ratios so that uh, people can find a specialist they can find a primary care practitioner that understands um, their their plight, their situation, and they can they can um, get relief and attention. You kind of talked about this a little bit, but I would I don't know if you want to reiterate kind of the specific ways. But what's the best way for those listening right now to help the National Headache Foundation as well as people suffering from migraine disease and headache disorders? First and foremost, go to our headaches. Go to our website. Our website is headaches.org. Um, it has uh, a, a phenomenal amount of links and information. You can find a headache specialist um, on there. You can find all kinds of uh, information. We're going to be adding some patient training videos later this year so that patients understand that when they go in and they speak to a physician, for example, who starts talking about infusions or nasal spray delivery systems, or they talk about um, the impact of diet or um, you know, concerns about aura. A patient can watch those videos, uh, two-minute videos, and they can find all the information they need. Um, next of all, we ask that you donate to the National Headache Foundation. We're a 501c3 uh, organization. Um, we, you know, we encourage people to support us because, again, we are trying to make a difference for 40 million Americans suffering from migraine and another 12 million with chronic headache disorder. And as a not-for-profit, um, you know, we don't receive money from the government. We receive money from uh, private individuals and private uh, business. So we, we, can use, we can certainly use your support. That's incredible. Thank you so much for all the work that you've done with the National Headache Foundation. And thank you so much for talking to me today and helping any listener that's listening get the help that they need. Well, we want, we, we want your listeners to, to know about uh, migraine and understand, first and foremost, it's preventable, it's treatable, you just need to find the right care. And we thank you for giving us the opportunity to, to educate listeners about what the National Headache Foundation does and how we can, how we can help them uh, in their lives and their families' lives to, to really improve, improve the quality of life. Our guest this morning has been Tom Daberton, the Executive Director and Executive Chief Officer of the National Headache Foundation. For more information or to contribute to their mission, visit headaches.org. That's H-E-A-D-A-C-H-E-S dot org. That's our show this week. Thank you for listening. I'm Kara Hernandez. Hubbard Helps is powered by Hubbard Radio, making a difference in Chicago.